There's an old novel that maybe some of you have read before. It's a famous novel, but again, it's been around for a while, so maybe you know it, maybe you don't. I always recommend it to the seminarians over at the seminary, and it's Brideshead Revisited by Evelyn Waugh, Catholic author, and it's a powerful story, and it's a story in which the Catholic faith, it doesn't beat you over the head. It's not a book about saints or anything like that, but it's as if the Catholic faith is almost a character all its own. And basically, the protagonists in the story, it's these two people, they fall in love. The woman is Catholic and her faith is very much ingrained in who she is, um, maybe more culturally than it's a practice, and the guy is not. And she's already involved in a marriage, so they are fall in love, they have this powerful relationship, but ultimately she can't be with him and sort of wrestle with it. And at the end, they separate and they're both sort of brokenhearted about it, but she can't betray her God. And he sort of winds up cursing God. So why am I telling you this happy story? If you want to get a little window and incidentally, I mean, that was the 10-second homily cliff notes. It really is a great novel. So if you want a good read, I'd highly recommend it. But if you want a window into the gospel tonight, or that first reading from Ezekiel, or all the prophet talk that we hear in the Bible, that novel's not a bad place to start, or something like it. Because when we talk about prophets, at least if you're like me, I tend to think of, you know, some sort of wild man who comes in from left field and is ranting and raving at the people, and this is what God said you better do. That's what that's like there in Ezekiel. And if you know the book of Ezekiel, that's kind of the character Ezekiel was. Or think of John the Baptist, right? He's wearing animal skins and eating locusts. And they have a powerful message, but it's almost like it's easy to blow them off if you want, because they do seem just more than a little quirky, and certainly in our society today. But in the gospel, it's different. Because in the gospel, they know this guy. They know Jesus. He's one of them. And there's no reason to think that Mary and Joseph and Jesus were an outcast family as Jesus was growing up. There's no reason to think they weren't welcomed as part of that little community in Nazareth. And so prophets always come in two varieties. There's the prophet you don't know, the wild man who just comes in out of the wilderness and starts ranting at you. And then there's the prophet you do know. And that, I'd like to suggest, is a much more difficult prophet to know, a much more difficult prophet to live with, a much more difficult message to just sort of ignore or blow off and say, yeah, yeah, okay, I guess that's true, but let me get on with my life. In Brideshead Revisited, that woman is a prophet in a sense because what she's there representing is indeed the word of God, the will of God, the power of sacramental marriage, but she doesn't like that message herself and neither does the man she's in love with. And if she was just some strange character saying, hey, you shouldn't do that, well, you might weigh it, you might do it, you might not do it, but she's so central to the story. She's a part of the relationship. And so is Jesus in the gospel in a way. 
And any time you listen to the message of a, all a prophet is, is somebody who speaks the word of God, right? A prophet is not someone who tells the future. Don't think that. A prophet is just someone who speaks the word of God. Every man and woman in this room who was baptized, you were baptized a prophet. The priest, priest anointed you. He said, I baptize you priest, prophet, and king. Every baptized Christian is meant to be a prophet. But I don't care who you are, I don't care how good you are, I don't care how virtuous you are, sooner or later, the Word of God is going to call you to do something that is difficult, that is hard, that is even a little heartbreaking at times. Because this side of paradise, we never fully embrace God's will. We never fully, in these fallen bodies, 100% just say, okay, Lord, Whatever it is you're calling me to do, I embrace it willingly. And if you let that prophetic word sink in, and you're only going to let it sink in if you honor and love and respect the prophet, unless you honor the messenger, it's all too easy to ignore the message. But they knew Jesus. They couldn't just blow this guy off. And they didn't know who he was the way we know who he is. But that didn't matter. They knew him well enough. And so maybe just an invitation, but kind of a challenging one as we move into this 14th week of ordinary time, is just to think, who are the prophets that I know in my life? Who are those people that I can't just ignore? And usually the prophetic messages from those people isn't that they shake their fist at us and rail from the tabletop, but it's somebody that we just can't ignore. It's somebody whose very presence is sending a message to us. Hey, you need to be a little bit more honest in this area. You need to be a little bit more forgiving in this area. And maybe they're calling us to be more godlike in relationship to them. Maybe they're just a witness saying, hey, I know how it's going in your family. I know how it's going with your marriage. I know how it's going at work. You know, you really ought to face this thing. And sometimes even the prophets that we don't know can give a powerful message. Troop 60, when you get out to camp, you are representing St. Joe's in no small way. And the very fact that you do so, yes, you'll be there, you'll be camping, you'll be engaging in all the amazing things that scouts do, but by your very presence, you bring something that wasn't there before. And I don't know what that's going to be, and, and I'm not trying to put any heavy burden on your shoulders. You're just going to be yourselves. Have a good time. But still, we never quite know the invitation or the nudge or sometimes the kick in the pants that we give to another person if we're really seeking, trying in our own way to say, this is what God is calling me to do. So if there is that prophet that you know in your life this evening, Maybe just pray for the grace to be open to that message, whatever it might be. Because a lot of times the temptation is to become angry or push them away or become bitter or resentful. And sometimes that's directly towards God, but a lot of times it gets layered. And so it's just manifested towards the people in our lives. But the message is a prophetic one. Sometimes it's very easy to ignore the prophets we don't know but listen to the prophets you do.